welcome back to a dicey experience where we're never ready to play D&D after a crazy experience that we had last week, a couple weeks ago. I am Jason Sketch, also known as Cam. I am your DM for this wonderful campaign. Next to me, we have Stolen, who is playing a wonderful Tortle. What is your Tortle's name and what uh, shenanigans is he up to? I am playing Crew, or AKA Ol, for you tonight. Awesome. And next to Bowl, we have our infamous cook, played by Meerkat. You want to share a little joy with us there? Uh, hi, I am Meerkat, playing a human cleric named Lucas, uh, who has a rolling pin named Franz. <laughs> yes, he does. Or Franz got thrown about last week, weeks ago, however long it's been since we put out this podcast. And uh, looks like. John has finally finished eating. You want to tell us about your wonderful rabbit folk there? Yes, I'm playing Jean Lafayette, the uh, Haragon rogue, who uh, is quite adept at pointing with his rapier. As we saw. <laughs> Hopefully in this episode, things will go a little bit better for you guys than did last time. <laughs> Let's hope so. So, last episode, our, our wonderful... Pirates had, had made their way into a goblin cave, found their way up to the top, and of course, following this strange laughter through a forest, have decided to venture into this cave where they're hopefully finding a treasure map. They walk into a dining hall type room where they encounter some goblins that have some creepy Joker-like grins and begin to attack them. They, over a longer period of time than expected, defeat these goblins and make their way into a porcelain doll room where they all said, nope, and immediately returned back to the dining hall. Our party now has two options for leaving this room besides just going back out of the front of the cave. Um, your captain smiles and, all right, well, that hallway didn't work out very well. Um, I guess we won't go down creepy dolls and crying big nope hallway. We'll, uh, we'll head down a different hallway. Where would you like to go? Well, uh, I picked last time, so one of you two get to pick next time. All right. John, you always want to be leader. Where would you like to head? Well, let's try the leftmost path. All right. See where that takes us. Uh, you'll begin to travel down the left path, and it's dark, but you hear the sounds of water, and you kind of imagine looking next to you, you see kind of the water kind of rushing past you, and it looks like this the same color of water that was at the waterfall at the beginning of the cave. You venture down this path for a little while and it's it, you make your way into a room where the sky opens up and the morning sun does come back in. Um, there are it's about a 10 foot stone bridge that goes from one your side of the room to the other side and there are two large puddles of water that not large sorry not puddles but um the river banks are on two sides of you that are still inside this cave. And so there's, I guess, cave lakes? What would you call that? Cave leaks? You mean like springs? Yeah, springs. Perfect. Yeah, there's two springs that look like they they, they run together and they will... Everybody else is at least being nice. They're not laughing at me. <laughs> I'm sorry, cave leaks? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Cave lakes. 
You know, like there's oh, bodies lakes? of water. Lakes? I thought you said leaks. No, lakes. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Like, I thought you meant, you know, like a spring that bubbles up out of the, the rock. That's what I was picturing when you said... It's water leaking leaks. up out of the ground. Yes. No, there's no water leaking up out of the ground. It's like puddles. Which is why puddles. I said spring. No, no, no. It's it's okay. large bodies of water okay. on each side of the path. It looks like it's like a stone bridge that carries you across this, this lake. Apologies. That maybe has a spring below it that feeds into the waterfall, but you'd have to swim down to find out. Let's drown your rabbit to find out and see if that's going to be... <laughs> Problem I already course. apologized. <laughs> this is a simple misunderstanding. So, you walk on in and um, you see about four goblins. Four of the bigger goblins just kind of chilling in the middle. Looks like they're just sitting there staring at each other. Anything you guys would like to do? Is there any whimpering in this cave? There is no whimpering in this cave. Um, the water's rushing. The goblins don't seem to have noticed you just yet. They look like they have creepy smiles. They do. They all have that creepy Joker-esque smile. Ho. Ho? Did you just say ho? Hey, ho. Hey, ho. <laughs> it's a song oh by God. the Ramones. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That makes way more sense. Yeah. Um, so you do, do you guys yell out ho? Um, no. Are they facing towards <laughs> <No>. us? <laughs> Are they facing like away from us or towards us or? They're, they're kind of all facing each other. Um, it's, um, like if, if you had seen them in a regular tavern, you'd assume oh they're sitting on the floor and they're playing cards, but they're not playing cards. They're kind of just sitting there and just drawing and looking at each other with those big jokerish smiles yeah how far away a... from us are they they are currently a little bit of a distance away from you not so far that like you can't see them I'd say they're about 45 feet away from you 45 50 feet away from you is there a, a, a drop on either side of the bridge, or does the water, like, come up to the... There is... There's, like, a five-foot gap on the bridge. So, it'd be like taking a step down, a five-foot step down. Um, so the water's not running onto the bridge, but it's... it's You can tell that the water should technically go underneath. Um, you look down, it looks relatively deep. Clean, but relatively deep. Can we see the bottom, or is it? Um, make a make a perception check. Anybody gonna twelve? Um, no. Uh, it looks it looks relatively deep. You can't quite see the bottom, but it's clear. It it's almost like sloping, and so the walls are coming in, and it looks like it slopes down, it makes like a funnel. But it is definitely have to do clear. something about these goblins. Get across. I don't think we should get in the water. But we, I think we should try and get across. I agree. Yeah. Is there any way we them. can push them into the water? <laughs> yeah. If we can rush them and surprise them. Or do we have... Does anyone have long-ranged anything? 
If I'm Just within 30, if I'm in 30 feet of them, I have something I could try. Sacred Flame is 60 feet. Maybe we can try ranged and then rush them if uh, that doesn't work. Sounds good to me. Yep, that'll work. Right. Plan. So we get a surprise round, right? Since they don't know we're here. Yeah, yeah. You have not alerted them to your presence as of yet, so you can make a surprise round. So, who's going first? I guess... Oh, Will. And he's going to cast Sacred Flame at one of the ones that's closest to us. Okay. Which is a deck save. The deck save, okay. So he will make a deck save. Well... That saves. Saves, okay. The wisp passed him. They begin to start turning and looking at you guys. So, Sacred Flame next. Uh, same thing, Dexterity save. Same guy or, or a different one? Um, is it all like four of the smaller goblins that we found in the last room? No, they're all like the larger ones. Uh, okay. Um... The one closest to us on the left. Alright, you shoot to the one that's closer to you guys on the left. Um, he rolled a natural one. Oh yeah. So, double the dice damage for me. That's technically not a normal D&D rule, but I like to do it if you're going to crit and you're, you know, the spell save and they fail, critically fail, I think you should be able to do double dice against them. Sounds good to me. Uh, Ten points of damage. 10 points of damage, alright. Hits him hard. Um, he looks like he's still up. And I will fire off a shot at the closest one on the right. Closest one on the right, so you're going to shoot at the same one that the total. Yes, bull shot at. Oh, and I'm assuming a 8 is going to miss again. Yep. Choo! How much ammo do you got left in your, your footlock there? 14 bullets. <laughs> 14 bullets, alright. So plenty. Plenty to just waste away. Perfect. The captain's seeing that you guys are doing ranged type attack, so he's going to run forward. He'll move up to there, and he's going to use his breath weapon, and they will all make a save. So, alright. All four of them fail, so they're going to take 2d10 force damage. Nice. Sweet. It's going to be 13. Um, the, the one that um, Lucas hit dies. The rest of them take 13 points of damage. They are still kicking. What kind of... Uh... Wrists does he have? He has a force breath, and so when he when he goes up and he runs up and you just see him arc his hands back and he just fires forward and it almost looks like a the air in front of him just builds up and pushes like a large ball and then the ball gets larger and larger and just slams into them. The um the one that that died's body falls and lands in the water. And does it sink or does it like get carried by the current? It begins to sink, but right behind from where he was fell in, a large net flies out of the water towards your captain. 
There is something in the water. Yep. And it lands kind of in front of him, and it has claws on it, and it scrapes and falls back into the water. Roll for initiative. Yikes. Dang. What's wrong with my dice? I do not know. Might as well start rolling d10s. Maybe. Yeah, I can't roll anything above a 10 right now. <laughs> okay. So 20 to 25? 20 to 15? 16. Okay. 15 to 10? 13. Okay. What did you get, Bull? 7. Okay. Nice negative two initiative. <laughs> You're gonna love that. I love how Jean has hair trigger and he's still getting slower than the cleric. <laughs> Alright, Lucas, you are top of the order. What are you doing? What is this? Uh, so, do, did we see who threw the net or if, like how it was triggered? or? Um, It didn't seem like a trap. It definitely... You, you can make a perception check. Make a quick perception check for me. Okay. Uh, oh, perception. Ten. Ten. No, um, you just saw the goblin body go in. It sinks for a second. Y'all are getting ready to cheer. And then this net comes flying out of the water. Okay. But it looks like it... The net looks like it was directly aimed towards your captain, even though it missed. I guess I don't want to walk too far forward with something in the air. Uh... I can cast... I'll cast Spiritual Weapon now. Um, okay. Uh, da, 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 it's 60 feet range to cast it, so I'll cast it right in the middle of these three guys, of the three goblins. Right in the middle of the three goblins? Perfect. Um, and you see a giant ladle materialize in the thin air above the goblins. And I can make an attack as soon as it materializes, so... It's materialized? Uh, spell attack. For 14 on the uh, one that the other two attacked. 14 on the other one that the other two attacked, okay. That does not hit, unfortunately. Okay. Alright. But... You did cast. That's a bonus action, so you still have an action. Yeah, and I can't cast. Can I, can I cast a cantrip? Yes, and cast? so since you, you cast a regular spell, um, you can't cast another regular spell, but you can't yeah. cast a cantrip. Uh, I'll try Sacred Flame again on the same guy that I just attacked. Um, okay. Uh, dexterity save. Dexterity save, alright. 17. <sighs> okay, that saves. All right, that's me. <laughs> sounds sounds splendid. Okay, John. Okay. John is going to use his cunning action to dash and get all the way up to uh, the closest goblin. Okay. He's going to take his rapier and uh, attempt to make an attack. 
on that goblin. Alright. Ooh, natural 20. Ooh, nice. Okay. okay. Double the damage. Oh, that doesn't hit, sorry. Ah, it <laughs> It hits. <laughs> um, okay, so I've, for whatever, what's my class? My uh, swashbuckler? Yep, so if I'm the only one in melee range with him, I get uh, sneak attack damage. Oh, okay. That's cool. There's a swashbuckler, huh? So... It's a d8. That'll be 13 damage. 13 damage, okay. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah, that guy goes... How do you want to kill him? Uh, I will just sprint with my rapier, like, straight in front of me the entire 40 feet up to him. <laughs> and just use the, uh, uh, the force of my sprinting to, like, just jab it straight through his chest. And he goes down. He kind of... And you see light come into his eyes, and he whispers, you understand, Goblin? Nope. And looks at you with uh, with his eyes and and falls down and dies. Okay. Um, with the last <laughs> little bit of my dashing movement, I'm gonna move to where I'm just behind Captain Adar on his right side. Okay. So you hear crew from back. So that's how it's supposed to be done. Yes, yes, that's what, what was supposed to happen earlier. It's just a false start. That was impressive. <laughs> uh, I didn't get quite enough distance the first time around. We'll get you some of those starting blocks. You can start using those. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> All right, Bull, what are you doing? So, Bull is going to stay exactly where he is and try a second flame on the one that's like do straight ahead of me okay so that's a deck save deck save yep i knew that waiting for you he is making a 14 that saves i can't hit anything <laughs> <laughs> it just whoosh, goes right between john's ears and slams right in front of the goblin Stop focusing on how awesome Jean is and hit the goblins. What do you think I'm trying to do? <laughs> but focus at least a little bit on how awesome I am. Captain oh, Jean, Jean, you're amazing. <laughs> oh, um, the captain is going to look around a little bit and be, huh, well, that's, that's interesting. And he's he's going to attempt to push with his telekinetic movement one of the goblins off into the water. Okay. We'll make a check on that. Jean, the one you killed, is it just laying on the bridge? Yes, I believe so. Okay, so I it's not in the water. Toss it off. No. Yeah. Fighters are great. Fighters are cool. You can move an object or a creature to mine as an action. You can target one loose object larger, smaller, or a creature other than yourself. If you can see that creature is within 30 feet of you, you can move it up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. Alternatively, any object you can move with your hand. 
Either way, you can move what? You can just pick up people and move them? <laughs> but it says, as an action, you can target one loose object or that is large or smaller or one willing creature. Okay. We're going to do a contested roll. It's not necessarily willing. We'll do strength, do strength. Alright, and the captain definitely picks up this goblin on right in front of him here on the left, and he just yeets him, slams him against the wall, and watches him fall into the water and die. Kind of laughs. <laughs> that was fun. Do we really want to be throwing him in the water? <laughs> Bubbles start coming up. To the left of the captain, um, a green, scaly-like creature that almost looks like it is made out of coral reef pops out of the water and it has a large javelin and it's going to try to attack with its javelin and try to hit our captain with that javelin do it bring him down kill <laughs> <laughs> the captain <laughs> oh, sorry it's a trident excuse me it looks like a javelin but it's more of a trident he hits the captain and it does... Okay. Is the captain down? No, no, but it's more than I thought it was going to be. It's six points of piercing damage. The captain kind of... Oh, what is this? And he's going to make another attack with his trident against the captain. He hits again this little punk for another five points of damage. That's a lot of damage. Right, and then another one pops up on the side of our Herodon there as well. And he had... <laughs> we'll have our own ship at the end of this. Trident um, uh, does a um, 24 hit. No. <laughs> and it five points of piercing damage okay he goes again with his trident there's a 22 hit no <laughs> for another six points of piercing damage okay and that is the fishes i mean <clears throat> these are called um whole points points Coins. But they look like goblins, but they're more shaped in like coral reef. They also have that blank stare and that joker smile on their face, too. But they do come up, they make their stab attack, and um, they hang out there for a second. Okay. It is the goblin's turn. He is going to run forward and go right for our Haragon there. Does a 17 hit. Yes. Okay. Five points of slashing damage. I go unconscious. Mm. He kind of does um, the Tuscan Raider. <laughs> All right. Um, it is now back to Lucas. Your you watch uh, your John goes down. Hey. Okay. Uh. Okay, I will use my bonus action to move the spiritual weapon behind the goblin. Okay. 
and make an attack. That's both just one. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Six to hit. It does not hit. Yeah. Um. That didn't work. Uh, I will then. <laughs> uh, I want to run. I got thirty feet of movement, so I'm going to run up twenty-five feet. Okay. Uh, beside Jean, and cast uh, cure wounds. Okay. Where you say you run up next to John. How do you how do you cast cure wounds? What do you do? Uh, I take a small uh, wrapped candy out of my mouth and I unwrap it quickly and it's a caramel toffee and I shove it in his mouth. Awesome. You said you pulled it from where? Uh, just I <laughs> I have a bandolier just out of, out of my pouch. Oh, out of your pouch. Okay. Uh, yeah. Out of your pouch, you put it in his mouth. Perfect. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, the candy goes in. How much health points does he get back? Um, so, I have a... Because of my domain, I get extra healing. So it's, it's plus my ability and then plus my character level. Uh, seven, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 points of healing. It's okay. The goblin still doesn't notice. He's just um, doing the Tuscan Raider chant. And I'm going to back up five. Okay. For the rest of my movement. And that's it. All right. Perfect. John, um, you felt the candy get shoved down your throat. You feeling a little bit better. Um, you were laying on your back. There's a goblin that just stabbed you and knocked you on your butt. And there's another creature right next to you that hits you pretty hard. I open my eyes and kind of look around, start blinking, and taste something in my mouth. Is that toffee? <laughs> what? Oh, good, you're still awake. <laughs> uh, I'll use half my movement to uh, stand up and see these two guys in, in front of me bearing down on me, uh, and use my rapier and try and stab at the goblin first that's charging at me on the bridge. Okay. That will be a 19 to hit. That does hit. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, and because I have an ally, I get sneak attack. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. That's that's how. That allies within five feet of it. Yep. It's my first time playing a rogue, so I'm kind of guessing. <laughs> uh, 11, 12, 13, 14 to hit. Or 14 damage, sorry. Yeah. Um. It's doing that Tuscan Raider chant. You stand back up and you just shove it right through its eyes and it blinks and it slides forward on your rapier. Nice. Uh, so after I kill him, I'm going to use my rabbit hop again as a bonus action. Okay. To get back 10 feet. And that doesn't invoke. Correct. The, the rabbit hop doesn't... Uh, provoke opportunity attacks okay and then i'll use the last 15 feet of my movement just to take a couple more steps back closer towards bull awesome okay um bull it is your turn the rabbit seems to be retreating towards you the bull is going to fire an elder's blast at the one in the water that was next to jean okay make your roll 
I can't roll nine. No. Um, unfortunately, it's only his head and his shoulder are sticking out of that water, and so it just right over him. Splashes behind him, makes makes water splash. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do? You got a bonus action? Or... Um. No, that's it for now. Okay. Um. Captain is going to attack the guy that's next to him. He's going to take his great sword and just try to stab down at him. Uh, he does hit. Luckily. All right, he does 18 points of damage to him. He's going to get another attack. Well, against him. And he also hits with that attack, too. Okay. 17 points of damage, and that thing goes down. It begins to sink. Nice. So, all right. Um, the other one is going to go down in the water and cast its net towards Lucas. I'm guessing a seven does not hit. Nope. The net just falls flat against the floor and scrapes and goes into the water. Um, it does disappear for a second, though. All right, Lucas, it is your turn. A net tried to come towards you. The creature has gone into the water. And I, uh, I can't see where it's went. Um, not at the angle that you're standing at right now. Um, I guess I'll move uh, five feet over to the other side and s just peer under the water and see if I can see him. Yes, it looks like he's gone 30 feet straight down. Okay, where is that? Um, bonus action, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet, so I wouldn't be able to reach him. Okay. Uh, I will move the... Spiritual, rep spiritual weapon <clears throat> beside me and hold my action okay just uh excuse me uh just to if he comes back out of the water I'm gonna uh hit him with a spiritual weapon okay it's within range yeah sounds good and do you want to hold your neck action as well uh if I if I hold my action to hit with my spiritual weapon is that would that be considered the no, because you're you're holding your bonus action, essentially. Okay. So uh, I do it a little bit differently than what D and D does. So you can, I can let you hold. I let you hold your movement, your action, and your bonus action if you want to. Okay. But you've got to kind of declare what you're gonna do if it's gonna trigger it. So. Okay. Um. I guess I'll hold the spiritual weapon if he comes close, and then if he pops up anywhere within sixty feet, I'll have sacred flame held. Uh, if he pops up anywhere in sixty feet. Okay. Sounds perfect. Alright, uh, Jean. Okay, uh, Jean is going to look at the rest of the crew and say, let's just make a run for it, get across the bridge. And he's going to dash his uh, full movement using a cunning action. Yep. And get as far as he can across the bridge. Alright. And he will. Uh, pull out his flintlock again and um, uh, just ready in action so that if that monster comes up while the rest of the crew is trying to run across, he'll take a shot. Okay. Sounds good. That's Bull. So Bull, hearing Jean and seeing Jean just dart across, is going to uh, run his 30 feet and then use his action to dash the additional 30 feet. 
Okay. And that would be it. Captain Les says, all right. And so he runs and he'll get Jeff behind you. He'll use his dash action. The um, creature charges back up and is going to make two attacks against Lucas. I'm going to make my flintlock attack if I can. Yep, go ahead. Because it pops up. Yep. Natural 20, baby. Nice. <laughs> all right, double your flintlock damage. And then we've got also the triggers for... Yeah. Um, Lucas as well. Nice. What is the flint like? I think it's the first time I've hit with it. <laughs> uh, does it double the sneak attack damage too, or just the weapon damage? Double the dice, so it'll it'll double the sneak attack as well. Okay. Makes rogues ridiculous. Twenty-five damage. Okay. Wow. Alright, Lucas? Uh, I... My spiritual weapon was a 17 to hit. 17 to hit? That does hit? And, uh, Sacred Flame was 21. Okay. How do you Oh, want sorry. To... Sorry, Sacred Flame is a dexterity saving throw. Sorry. Alright. Dex is... 13. Okay, that saves. Okay. Hit him with that spiritual weapon. Oh. Sorry. Uh, seven seven points of damage. All right. It looks like his it conked him really hard. That bullet wound's going through his head. His head's spinning, and he conked him super hard. His head's just spinning there, but he's he's going to attempt to attack you. Um, but since he's got all that blood draining, he didn't expect those shots against him. Um, he misses twice. So. And you see his blood pouring out of his head, but he seems to be acting in, in a manner that he still wants to attack. It is now your turn, though, Lucas. Uh, I guess I'll just go for the same. It worked before. I'll try it again. Uh, hit him with spiritual weapon for t- 22. Yeah, that hits. Uh, five points of damage. How do you want to do this? Uh... I want to grab him by whatever scruff of the neck he has and then have the spiritual weapon just keep hitting him on the head until he's no longer alive. Bap, 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 over yeah. and over again. Oh, man. It's a giant ladle. <laughs> So the ladle just goes into his head and it comes out with more blood and just throws it in the water. Goes back in, kills, throws it in the water. <laughs> as I stare deeply into its eyes, as it fades <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. Crew, crew just walks up behind Lucas and grabs him by the shoulder. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> There, there are the captains at the other end. He's just, he's just laughing. Um. <laughs> well done. Shall we venture forward? Yes, let's yes. get off this damned bridge. Hi all, this is Meerkat, part of a dicey experience. I play the human cleric Lucas, alongside Stolen as crew, Lazy Man as Jean, and Jason as our dungeon master. 
Jason also streams regularly over on Twitch under the name Jason Sketch. Go check him out. I wanted to take a quick second and ask that if you're enjoying our show, leave us a like and hit subscribe. It helps get our channel noticed so we can grow and continue making great content. Thanks for listening, and let's get back to the show. Hope our adventurers can make it out of this cave alive. Alright, you make your way into the next room. And it opens up, and, it, and they're lit with torches, and it's kind of relatively empty, but you definitely see about, well, I see one treasure chest and a couple of things laying in the room. In a small cage in the back of the room, there is a pseudo-dragon that is caged and shivering. Looks like it's not been taken care of or fed well. Um, there is a treasure chest filled with different gold and different things as well. Uh, sorry, no, a fairy dragon, excuse me. That is in the cage. There is an obsidian, um, kind of just tossed on the floor. There is a spell scroll, two or three spell scrolls that are kind of just tossed about. Um, and there's, looks like a vial, of, a couple of vials of potions. What do you guys do? Crew immediately runs over to the dragon. Um, the, the fairy dragon. The fairy dragon. Is it, is the cage like locked um it is locked it's 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 like a it's like the Tweety bird cage off of looney tunes so it's got that that hook that you could pick it up and carry it if you wanted to um but it definitely looks underfed um crew's gonna pick it up and carry it over to lucas uh do you have any extra food we can feed it it looks like it needs something hey Quickly, you'll just kind of start taking a little bit of stuff out of my pouches here and there and make up a quick, like, slurry of, like, uh, like rice and beans and a little bit of meat and hand it to him. Okay. Uh, yeah, do that. Do a performance check. Performance per or, or survival, whichever you prefer. Uh, or you cook tools with proficiency. Uh... <laughs> uh my, uh, I guess, proficiency is two, which is the same as my survival, so uh, 18. Yeah. Yeah, you make up, even though it is quick, you make up something that is that is well and healthy for that that fairy dragon. It hisses at you at first, but you, you place the food in its cage. Um, it goes over and, and sniffs it and quickly scarfs it up. and Okay. It's little little tail wags. Does it sp speak... Or make any noises, or it makes happier noises. Kind of, it begins to almost purr a little bit, um, but it doesn't talk like a regular dragon. So it just kind of, you know, like your dragons do. <laughs> uh, I wonder how long it's been down here. It's hard to say. He looks very, very malnourished. Oh. He, I know it's another mouth to feed, but he's coming to the ship with us. It's a pretty small mouth to feed, so yeah, I agree. Bull just grabs the, the cage and is going to hold it. Very well, but I see no problem with that. It'll be nice to have a, a pet about. Um, looks like we've got a lot of treasure in here, about uh, six, 
90 gold pieces and lots of copper and 700 silver pieces. No map, but quite a bit of gold. Josh's gonna leave the other three to to get the gold all divvied up and pocketed, hopefully. Okay. And he's gonna look at those potions and see if there are any that seem to be healing potions. Uh, yes, they are both um, healing potions. Um, one's a little bit, one's got like a darker green tint to it. It seems a little bit larger. That is a potion of greater healing. Okay. And then you have a red potion that you've you've taken before. That is a potion of healing. It's gonna Already. pocket the greater healing. Okay. And look around at everybody else holding up the uh, the the smaller potion of healing, and and say, does does anyone else need this? Uh, I'm down a little bit. Oh, you take it. If you may need it for later. Or use it on me. <laughs> okay. John will hold it out for, for anyone to take. Uh, Bowl will, will grab it and hold it for the time being. Okay. You I said there was, like, uh, spell scrolls? Yep, there's, there's about three spell scrolls that were about uh i'm gonna grab those as well okay. are you gonna open them up or no i'm just gonna kind of pocket them and i'll examine them later on the ship i guess i'll pick up the piece of obsidian all right sounds good i'm making notes of or taking the obsidian yeah i'm making exception inspection check on that obsidian uh when you say inspection is that investigation Yes. I always say it wrong. It's an investigation. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Um, 15. 15, yeah. Um, you've, you've worked with enough stone in your life or seen enough of these gems in your life with cooking and different trades that you've made for for your meals. Um, you can assume this is about worth about 10 gold pieces. Cool. Alright. Well, it's uh, looks like there's nothing else in this room. Yeah, John will... Uh, I mean pick up the chests of, of gold and silver and carry them along if nobody else is picking them up. Alright. That'll work. It, yeah, it looks like it, it's it's small enough that you could carry it. Um, the captain does poke it a couple times to make sure it's not a mimic, and he's, alright, this this seems good. I guess we need to head back to the dining hall, and we've got one tunnel left to check and inspect. So since we have been in the cave, have we heard the laughter at all? Not in a while, no. I mean, you heard it when you first walked in, but after that, it's not reappeared. Let's, let's maybe head back to the main cavern and regroup from there. You want to go all the way back to the main entrance, or what's wrong with... Uh... The dining hall. The dining hall. Oh, right. Perfect. Nothing pops back out of the water as you guys walk back. Um, we'll make your way into the dining hall and it's the way you've left it. See if that uh, fairy would like some of that pork. Um, I guess I... Well, sorry, you're carrying him. Never mind. Well, didn't you say that it was horrible? I don't want to feed that to him. Unless you have any seasoning that could maybe fix it. It might and taste kind of like, agreeable kind of like, to him. It's a dragon. 
It was pretty rancid, but I mean, you at least offered it, offer it to him. Yeah. I'll, I'll take like a little bitty piece off and kind of poke it through the cage to see. Alright, he, he does this same thing. Um, he walks up to it, sniffs it. He hits it this time, and the little flame kind of blows out of his mouth and, it, and just burns it to a crisp and falls between the cage holes. Yeah, see, I told you he wouldn't eat it. That was just an idea. He's now actively I'm grateful. <laughs> <laughs> He's now actively hissing at everybody, but then he'll turn and look at Lucas every once in a while and kind of turn his head back and forth as, as if he's like, you know, like a dog. It's like, I know you got a treat bag. Where's your treats, you know? <laughs> and then he'll go back and kind of hiss at everybody else for a minute. Uh, I go up to him and pull a, a small piece of meat, uh, like a, a dried beef or something. And I go, do you know where the map is? And I offer it. Make an animal animal handling check for me. Six. Um, he he accepts the meat, but doesn't seem to understand you what you were asking in regards to the map. Okay. Little tail wags like like a puppy though. That's that's excited. He got some more food. Anything y'all would like to do before we end the session tonight? I'm good. Do we want to? Well, for next session, I guess, are we going to go down the next corridor, or do we want to take a rest here in the main dining area first? I'm good. I didn't take any damage yet. Okay. But if you two want to take a short rest, too. Yeah, do you get anything back for a short rest? All my stuff is long rest, so unless we're going to stick around for eight hours. Yeah, I, I mean... I get a little health back. I'm about, I'm down about half. I am too. It would probably be a good idea to spend some hit dice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's plan for a short rest then. So y'all start off with a short rest next session. Um and it was uh just for short rest and my my cooking skills, I have a special thing that I can do to give extra healing to people uh, I'll try and figure that out for next time oh that's cool Oops. nice alright well thank you all for listening to our podcast and um, yeah we'll see y'all again soon bye